here today. Chamron, go ahead and come on up. This is my friend Chamron Paul. He is a pastor in Oakland, and he is on staff there, leads a congregation, of, uh, a Khmer congregation that's there to be able to, that's in his native Cambodian language, but also he's on the, the greater staff that's there at Oakland First Covenant Church. I, I've known you since like 2005, so we've known each other like 17 years. I kind of can't believe that. We're not, I'm not old enough for that, and you look exactly the same as when I first met you. That's the amazing part. So... Uh, I, it is my pleasure to get to welcome Chamran here. He has an amazing story, but also it's a story of God's faithfulness working through individuals. And I pray that it will be that all of us will be able to move in the direction of seeing gospel forgiveness for people around us as well. Welcome, Chamran. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Pastor Kurt. Yeah, I'm grateful for Pastor Kurt that we've been friends for like over 17 years. And uh, we're still friends, and I uh, just thank you, Pastor Kurt and Simi Kauf, that invite me and to encourage you with God's story. So today, you will be surprised that about uh, this topic, because some of you have your own story, but you never share, you never thought that it is important to share God's story to people. And um, so let us begin with prayer. And oh, by the way, um, I'm grateful for my wife there. And uh, can you sit up, please, honey? Yeah, my wife and daughter and Sharon. Yes. And we've been married for almost 40 years. So June 18, uh, 2020 will be our 40th anniversary. A great first gift to us. And uh, we have two grandsons. And uh, it, it's a gift. So this is part of God's story, too. Uh, um, I would like to share with you sometime. Okay, let's pray. As we prepare our hearts, uh, brothers and sisters, let's pray together, okay? Let's, yes. Father, we come before your throne of grace in the name of your mighty and merciful son, Jesus, Lord. By the power of your Holy Spirit, just speak to our heart and stir up our soul, Lord, and help us to be more like you and me, to be aware of your story, how important for our life that we may continue to share to the world that how good you are, Lord, in the powerful and precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Um, so tell God's story. If you have your own Bible, I'd like you to turn to the, uh, the, the book of Psalms 96. We can have it on the slide too. Yes, Psalm 96, uh, 1 to, to 4. So, so um, let me read to you so if uh, the slide can go on. Okay. Um, I sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole world sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things he does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be revered above all the gods. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. So, beloved, tell God's story. I, one of the, the, the joyous things in my life is to tell people about how good Jesus is. There's no greater joy than that. And um, so there were a few questions I want to ask you, beloved. Why is it so important to tell God's story? Why it is so important to tell God's story? The answer is Jesus tell God's story when he's walked on earth. And then the apostles, all the 12 apostles, tell God's story, what God has done in their lives. 
And then the early church in the book of Acts has 28 chapters tell God's story. His death and his resurrection. Both of them never depart from each other. And then the early church continued to tell God's story. How God touched and transformed life. And they had the same message. Jesus died for your sins and rose again on the third day. He's alive. He's almighty. He's active. He's available. It's amazing about Jesus. That's why you and I as a people of God, we need to tell God's story. Why God's story? Because any story, it, you don't have to be in the killing field like me or other Cambodian folks. Any story, God can use that story to touch and transform lives. If you just tell people as it is. And then, we tell God's story to the world who need Jesus and know and need to know Jesus. You know that everyone needs to be saved. Everyone needs to be saved, including myself and you, beloved. We all need Jesus. The whole universe needs Jesus. Red, black, yellow, and white, they are all matters before Jesus. Amen? So that's why we need to, to tell people. And the second question is, what impact does it bring when we tell God's story? What impact does it bring when we tell God's story to other people? It doesn't matter who they are. Boys and girls, old and young, men and women need to hear the story of God's amazing grace, abundant grace, awesome grace. So the heart of people, the moment you and I begin to tell, burst out our voice, tell people about the story of God, how God transformed you, how you came to know Jesus, how you met Jesus, how he has done in your life, how he transformed the whole life of yours. You know what happened? The hearts of the listener will be encouraged by our stories. The hearts of the listener will be edified by our stories. And the lives of the people will be empowered by the story of God that we share with them. And not only that, the hearts of people will be touched and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. When we begin to tell the story of God to people, that is why telling God's story to the people, it is not just the obligation, it is our desire, it's our design to do that. And then also that, that we need we delight in that story. You might have an old, heard an old hymn, right? We love to tell the story of God, right? From the old, old days, but it but never too old to tell. The same Jesus who created the universe, the same Jesus who gave life to every human being, including you and me, beloved, the same Jesus who, who changed you and me to be a new person, the moment we met Jesus, the moment we came to Jesus, we, have, we believe in Jesus, we have new life, abundant life, good life, and eternal life. We will spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. So can't we just keep no impossible? We need to tell the whole universe. Do you ever notice that, beloved of God, each and individual people who met Jesus, 
over 2,000 years ago, their lives never be the same again. The blind can see, the lame can walk, the dead will rise from the dead. Everyone will take in the lepers can be will be healed. They never quiet. They never be ashamed. They never be afraid. No matter what society said about them or think about them. They say, Jesus save me. Jesus heal me. Even the, the blind person, the blind Barnabas in John 9, the group of religious leaders tried to persecute him. And he said, Do you want to be his disciple too? They get so mad, more mad toward him. And then he said, tell us, tell us, who, who made you uh, 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 can see? You know what the blind say? I don't know anything about that person. I don't even know his name. But all I know, yesterday I was blind. But now I can see. He told, he told the, the, the group of people in that day, in the past, his condition in the past, and he told people about his condition in the present. Now I can see. You know, when I, when I went to share about the story of God at the high school in the Bay Area, start from Oakland, California, Redwood City, San Leandro, San Lorenzo, and then and Hayward and San Jose, five, six cities. I told people that my presence proof of Jesus' presence. Believe it or not, the dead Jesus can't save me from the killing field. Only the living Jesus can heal, can save me because he held his eye because the living God, his eye always open. His ear always open. His ear always open to the cry of individual like me and you. And his heart had compassion on me and, and you. And everyone who just cried out, save me, Jesus. There were three words it brought forever changed my life. Save me, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. During the killing field, that how I survived the killing field. I'm not a good person. I'm just a, 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 an ordinary person and wretched, sinful man like you and me. But when I, the moment I, I on my knee, I cry out from my, my depth, from my hurt, my pain, my desperate, and my death, and my tortures, and Jesus heard my cry. And Psalm 50, verse 15, say that the Lord himself said that, Cry unto me in the day of your troubles, and I will deliver you, and you will praise my name. That the purpose of deliverance, when God delivered you from sin, out of your addictions, out of your old habit, or out of anything that you and I can't just keep quiet, keep silent, we had to, to share to the, the whole world. That's what we call good news. It's about Jesus' love, about Jesus laid down his life for us, about Jesus lived again, lived forevermore, and he can save you to the uttermost part. That's why we need to tell God's story. And then, what did Jesus do after healing each individual? Do you know what Jesus tells the, the individuals? Go and show yourself. He told the ten lepers in Luke 17. And then he told a certain man, a wise man, a rich man, go and do likewise. I mean, be merciful about the Samaritan. 
And then Jesus told about an adulterous woman in John 8, go and live and sin no more. And then Jesus tell a freed man who used to be possessed by a demon, by the legion of the devil. And Jesus told him he wanted to follow Jesus as a 20 disciples. Jesus said, no, no, go back to your friends and tell them the greatest things that the Lord has done for your life. Mark 5, 19. Beloved, we need to do that. In Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, Jesus said that all the authority from heaven and earth has been given to me. So therefore, go and make disciples of all nations and baptizing them in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey what I have taught you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the ages. We have the presence of God, beloved. We have the power of God, beloved. And we have the promise of God, beloved. Let us go out and tell people. Don't you know one of the main reasons that Jesus did not come back yet? The last prayer of the Bible in, in Revelation 22. John, the apostle, we call the beloved apostle, been praying, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Lord Jesus, come quickly. I'm sure as a saints of God, you and I must have prayed that prayer too. Lord Jesus, come. Why not Jesus come quickly, as he said? Just 2 Peter 3, tell us 9. Jesus is not slack his promise. He kept his promise. But beloved, you need to know that 1,000 years of us is about one day of God. So now 2022, almost done with 22, will be about only two days of God. It's not done yet and plus many souls among our family might be your husband your wife your sons and your daughters your grandson your nephew your niece your relative your friend your co-worker have not heard about jesus yet that's why he's not coming yet let us while waiting let us watching and praying and working and try to win soul for the kingdom of god so that his return will come fast as the days draw near, beloved, we can't waste our times. The time is short. We need to tell God's story. So, is it important to tell God's story as it is? Either little or a lot. Whatever He has done in your life, just tell story. It does not require the scripture's reference. Isn't it good for you? Except the preacher should know something about the scripture, right? So, just tell them. So, individual in Jesus' day, the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you did not see any individual mention scripture reference or Matthew or Mark, Luke, John, or the 13 apostle uh, letters of Pastor Paul. No, not at all. It just say, Jesus has done for my life. So, the universe, the whole universe need to know, need to hear, so they can have a chance to be touched and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. So, beloved, I want to encourage you from this day on, as you heard the message today. If you never tell people about what Jesus has done in your life, it's not too late yet. As long as you shall live, 
Go and tell people. Go and show your life how Jesus touched and transformed you. And go and do likewise. Be merciful to the people around us. People need Jesus more than ever. Since pandemic, over 6 million population, world population will die through COVID. We don't know among over 6 million know Jesus or not. So you and I, while have time, let's go and tell people. Tell from, you know what Jesus said in, in Acts 1.8? He said that, one seven eight said that, when the Holy Spirit fills your life, you begin to witness to people by the power of the Holy Spirit from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the world. Why start from Jerusalem? Because Jerusalem is the place that the people crucify their own Messiah. It's a central place. So that it starts from your house, your family, that need Jesus more than ever. And then we can go from Judea, Samaria, and to the universe. So beloved, go and tell God's story. So my story is that April 17, 1975, during Cambodian New Year, and you have seen the map here. This is a very unique map in the universe. Only Cambodia have this kind of map with the skull. 300 exhumed skulls. This is the real skull from the torture by the Khmer Rouge communists during the communist regimes. So you can know about Khmer Rouge communist regime, what they've done to their own people. So approximately about two to three million were lost their life, been tortured and killed and raw and, and massacred and lived on rice. To my own family, about 20 people died, got killed during those times. I myself almost been tortured and robbed by the Khmer Rouge communist soldiers and been by the rod, 20 rod with bound rope to the back on my knees and the Khmer Rouge soldiers sat on the chair and grabbed my neck, each victim and bit with the rod, 20 rod in skin and bone body. Each blow I was fell down to the ground and water out of my mouth, just save me, Jesus. With the deepest in pain in my life. But Jesus saved me. That's the story of God that I want to tell you today, friends. How powerful Jesus is because He's alive, He's almighty, He's available, He's active. You and I can cry out to Jesus. You don't have to, to tell you about long sentence. Just Jesus save me. In Romans 10, 13, say that, Therefore, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. The most powerful statement in the Bible among the, among the 13 letters of Apostle Paul, call on the name of Jesus. You know what that means? Why we need to call upon the name of Jesus? Because the word Jesus means Savior, according to Matthew 1.21. Savior. That's why we celebrate the birth of the Savior every Christmas season. That's why we need to tell the whole universe. That's why Psalm 96, one day, sing to the Lord to a new song, sing to the Lord to a new song, and 
continued to tell the universe, the whole world, that Jesus saved and tell everyone what he has done for us. You know, those times I lived with, without rice for three months, summer of 1976. No rice at all in the field. That's the way the Khmer Communist regime during those times that torture people. All I had with sweet potato leaves, boiled with hot water, no salt, no sugar. So my sibling died, four of them died during those times. And my grandpa and my niece, my nephew, I almost dying with skin and bones and lay down under the old shelters and ready to die. But the power of Jesus saved me, preserved my life, protect me from harm, from death. I am deeply, eternally grateful. This is no word to describe. If you want to know more, like Pastor Kurt mentioned in this book, Escaping the Tiger's Claw, it tells the story of God, how he just saved my life within three years, eight months, and 20 days. By myself, I call real hell on earth. So beloved, let us continue to share God's story to the universe how good Jesus is, how great Jesus is, how gentle Jesus is. Tell the whole universe. And not only that, you know, my life been spared since I was five years old, before, even before the communist regime took over on April 17, 1975. When I was five years old, my house was built uh, um, in front of the river, Songkai River in Badenbong. Province, the main province in Cambodia. So I'm about to run toward and jump into the river, and there was the tricycle with four men big on the top and, and hit me, knocked my head hard on the, the road. I thought I was unconscious and died. And then they ran over me. There was the scars on my body about quarter size. What the Lord Jesus himself who saved me taught me that this scar will still mark on my body. It's not the scar of, of my grief. But it reminded me the scar of God's grace upon my life. That he spared me for when I was five years old until I was 64 now. Continue to tell the story of God, what he has done in my life and for my life. So that the people can turn themselves toward Jesus and give their life to Jesus. That the purpose of telling God's story, beloved, don't keep silent. Don't be quiet. Go and tell the whole world what he has done for you and he has done for me. As long as you shall live and Jesus always live, he is the almighty God, eternal God. From eternity to eternity, he's always God. He always lives. He will continue to do good work in your life, as Romans 8, 28 and 29 say that. We know that all things are worked together for those who are love God and call according to his purpose so that our life may be transformed to be more like the Son of God named Jesus. Beloved, let us come to tell people about Jesus, 
trust in Jesus and, and challenge them, taste Jesus, how good he is. And Psalm 34 verse 8 says, Oh, taste that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. You know, right, in Costco, right, there was a little food with the, um, uh, 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 um, a little thing there and put there and taste. It's no charge and now no cost. It was good, and then look at the price. Oh man, it's expensive. And look at the the pocket. Oh, it's empty. Oh, let's forget it. But people can do that too. Or they say, well, it's a little expensive, but it's good. I need to buy. I want that. You know, when you share Jesus with people, there's all kinds of people in the world. Like the end of Matthew chapter 19, Jesus said that many are called, but few are chosen. It's all right. It fulfills Jesus' word. So don't worry about that. Just keep sowing the seed. The word of God is alive, active. The enduring power of the word of God and also the encouraging word of God, the empowering word of God is so powerful. Hebrew 4.12 says that the word of God is alive and active, never out of date. So keep sharing the word of God. Keep sharing what Jesus has done for you, beloved. And then you will be amazed how God used you as the agent of God's grace, as the ambassador of Christ. Second Corinthians five twenty says that Paul says that we are the ambassador of Christ. We represent Jesus, beloved. Let me share with you with the good news so that encourage your heart as you go out today. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you are? The Bible says that we are represent the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You can ask these questions and keep asking and we challenge you. Who am I? What am I? That the King of Kings call me his agent, his ambassadors. It is a great privilege, it is a great honor, brothers and sisters, to represent the mighty one, the merciful one, named Jesus. So keep telling. So during those times in the killing field, three years, eight months, and three days, there were so many stories because at, until this age, I, by the grace of God, experiencing nearly death over 20 times. It takes more than half hour to describe 20 times. I experienced nearly death. But at least I want to tell you something in the killing field, those times, what happened to me. So live without rice for three months. And after that, the Khmer Rouge soldiers, they give each one of us one teaspoon of rice grain from the field. We can't smash it. We'll be, we'll be uh, uh, over. We, we pick up, we sit around the bowl, half bowl of rice grain from the field with broken heart and tear cry. We pick one piece from rice grain. We peel one piece one by one. They are so precious. You know, in America, we have plenty of food, tons of food. But those times, we don't. So it's a gift from us, each rice grain. And then, I've been tortured 
and raw. So wrongfully accused by the Khmer Rouge communist soldiers during those times. So I was stolen corn. I know someone that I used to serve them. They gave me a lot of bunch of corns. And then they wrongfully accused me that I stole the corns. So four or five communist leaders during the heavy raining, mud, and then they, they beat me, they kicked me, I mean, over 20 young men. So I had to go to hospital for three months. Everything in my body, the skin and bone was broken. I can't sleep no more. I had to sleep straight, and I can't walk no more. I had to, to, to stop a few steps, stop, and then I can't eat no more. And I can't breathe no more. I had to press my lung. So for, by the grace of God, God healed me through the women, 85 women that do massage on my body and set me free. So it's a gift for me. And then one story I want to share with you. So once, one time I was being tortured, and um, after that, after I tortured and raw, and then they bound me with the rope under the shelter with a pole, only one short that I have, no mosquito nets, no pillow, no blanket, so very cold. And then the next morning, they forced us out to the deep forest to try to stop the water, the flood. And then I, I had nothing with me. And then I found an old rice sack, cleaned it and nice and neat, dried them, and I crawled into that rice sack every night. That's my home where I live. So, and I met my brother. I have 12 siblings. So four of them died during the, the killing field. So I met my sibling, and then uh, number, I'm number six, he's number five. He said, you're going to stay with me on that night. So, and then he escaped. In the middle of the night, the four communist leaders, they pulled me out of my rice sack, and they forced me to find my brother in the middle of the night. No way to escape because the flood all over the place. So came back to where my rice sack is. They began to torture me in raw, like a boxers, as a skin and bone young man. So, and then after they done, my whole body black, blues, and blue, and bleeding. And then they grabbed my two hands and my two legs, and they threw as far as they came to the flood. In the middle of the night, I was so shaken, but thank God I know how to swim. By the grace of God, give me strength. I swam back to my right side, and then I, I, I crawled into that shaking the whole night. And then they made commitment, the four communist leaders, they will beheaded me and my brother, and they found my brother escaped. So I planned to do, to do the escape. So and then I did. I prayed because there's no way to escape. But I prayed. What I did pray is, Jesus, save me and blind the eyes of the company. They will not see me. And God did. And then I ate tamarind fruit all over the, the, the rice field. And about, I had only a few pieces left about to throw away. And then the, the Lord Jesus himself who saved me, spare that fruit. First time. And I think about it, I said, Lord, it's, it's there all over the rice field. And it just spoke again, spare that fruit. Second time. And then third time, I'm no more asking. I kept that few pieces of tamarind fruit in my rice pot. And then after I escaped that place of tortures, along to the freeway, and I went along the freeway, tried to escape. And you know what? On that night, there was three company soldiers with three guns. They got the bridge. they all over my body. And then I joined with the group travel on that night. 
the moment I turn around, that group will disappear. It must be God's host of angels protect me on that night. And then I done quick. I done quick. And then I, I, put, I put my rice pot under the tree. And then I jump into the old trailer tractor and keep quiet and pray. Save me, Jesus. You know what happened? The three company soldiers with the three guns and three flashlights came to my rice pot. They didn't check. They didn't do anything. They went up on me and checked on me. And then the moment they turned back toward my rice pot, and then the Lord Jesus himself who saved me and tell me that, encourage me, my child is going to be all right. You're going to be fine. And then one of the soldiers opened the rice pot. And what do they see inside? They saw a few pieces of tamarind fruit inside. And then they say that this young man, not the escapee, he just came from the rice field. That is why he had the tamarind fruit. You see that how powerful Jesus is? He is not the God, just the God of the past, the present, but he is the God of the future. He knows ahead of time I'm going to face death all the way, all along the way. That's why he told me to, to spare a few pieces of tamarind fruit to prove that I am not the escapee. See that? God used that in an amazing way. So, so many stories, brother and sister, but I just want to finish with you, but show you what God has done. After the killing field done, now the living field, what Jesus has done. Let's see the pictures here. You will, you will be amazed what Jesus has done. See, the team, every year we have team mission to Cambodia. Yes, keep going, the, the slide. Yes, from here, we start summer 1991, the mission trip start. So what Jesus has done here. This one is my, my former Cameroon leaders, comrades. I and my two brothers were, were under his leadership. So thank God I found him and I shared Jesus with him. Even he's not believe, believe in Jesus yet, but the seed began to show, to share to him. And the, the, the man with the white hit the very high ranking of the Cameroon leaders. So I had a chance to share Jesus with him. God's story about forgiveness and love for him. And then we done humanity and help the poor along the street. And also, the, the next slide, you will see that clean water help the poor. And uh, also, that um, children ministry, all kinds of ministry for children who need Jesus. And also, that we pray for our team when they are sick and not well. And, um, and also, um, finding lost souls in America, like you find eagle, only one by one. But in Cambodia, the whole villages give their life to Jesus. That's amazing about sharing the story of God. And the last slide, and you will see that, that the children receive Jesus as well. And the last one is that we baptize people. Beloved, may the story of God continue to encourage your hearts. May the story of God continue to edify your souls. And may the story of God continue to empower your life so that you have enough courage to share the story of God to the whole universe that Jesus is Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, O God, for the story of your grace, amazing and powerful. And merciful, O God, just may this story continue to be alive in the life of your people that your people will love to share the story of God to others. They may hear and know that Jesus is Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God. Amen.